0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God for our devotion is recorded in 1 John chapter 2. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world... The love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Dear Fellow Redeemed, John is known as the Apostle of Love. He himself uh, called himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. He often repeats Jesus' command to love one another. With this in mind, the opening words of our text, do not love the world, at first sound startling, even offensive. They may stir up immediate responses within us, convicting us of our worldliness. They may bring to mind all the material things we have, our worldly possessions. We may think of all the things of this world we love to do that bring us pleasure, from the TV series we binge watch, to the sports we play, to the music we stream, to the foods we indulge in we may wonder at God, of whom we read in the same letter that he is love, commanding us not to love the world. After all, God so loved the world, as many of us memorized from childhood. So what is meant here? What is meant by love? What is meant by the world? What is it exactly that we're forbidden to do? The first word to understand and define is love. The Greek word here is agape. This love is not a feeling. This love is a commitment, an act of the will. This is how God loved the world when he sent his son to die for our sins. This is the kind of love that husband and wife promise to each other in marriage. And just as you cannot commit to lifelong love and faithfulness to more than one person, you cannot love both God and the world. You can be committed to God or the world, but not to both. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. What then is meant by the world? The Greek word here is cosmos. Cosmos originally referred to the well ordered nature of the universe as God created, but here John is referring to the world corrupted by. Satan, ruled by him as the prince of this world, a kingdom opposed to the Father and the kingdom of grace ruled by Christ. The world of unbelievers under Satan's control operates on the basis of ungodly attitudes, motives, values, and goals. As children of God, We have been delivered by Christ from the world in this sense. And so the world hates us, knowing that we do not belong to the world. Therefore, with the hymnist we ask, we ask, what is the world to me? What is the world to me with all its vaunted pleasure? When thou and thou alone, Lord Jesus, art my treasure? Not only are we warned not to love the world, but also the things in the world. To clarify, God has given us many blessings on this earth to be enjoyed, such as relatives, friends, the beauty of nature, our home and occupation. We may appreciate and work in them and use these gifts rightly to serve our neighbor and glorify God. But there is a danger that each of us face that we would make our earthly blessings and possessions the main thing in our lives that we strive after so that they become an idol, a false god. What is it that the world seeks? The world seeks after wealth and all that mammon offers yet never is content though gold should fill its coffers. How true it is that the more we have of earthly wealth and possessions, the more we want. The world appeals to this desire of the flesh and the desire of the eyes. In the ads that pop up when we're surfing the internet based on our past searches, we are tempted with beautiful homes, shiny cars, luxury products, and glamorous vacations. Credit card companies ask us, what's in your wallet? And then they proceed to empty them. As as a child of God, redeemed by Christ and called by name in baptism, each of us may say, I have a higher good. Content with it I'll be. My Jesus is my wealth. What is the world to me? Christ gives us life and breath every new day. His mercies are new to us every morning. His peace, his forgiveness, his love never go out of style. And best of all, he gives them all to us for free. Longing for the true wealth Christ offers smothers the lust the world seeks to inflame. The pride of life is also a temptation each of us faces. The world seeks to be praised and honored by the mighty, yet never once reflects that they are frail and flighty. Famous athletes and politicians enjoy being showered with praise and accolades, but so is each of us prone to pride. We long to have people take notice of what we've done and to give us a pat on the back. And if we need to put someone else down to get the recognition we feel we deserve, so be it. Social media provides the perfect platform for us to toot our own horn, while at the same time tearing others down, all in a quest for more likes and more followers. No matter how much praise we get from the world, God knows the ugly truth. He knows how rotten we are in our sins. But because of Christ's perfect life lived in our place, God looks at us with approval. Clothed in Christ's righteousness by faith, God will raise us up from afar, far from perfect life and say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Come, share your master's happiness. If worldly praise and honor are what we seek, we may get it, and that's all we'll get. But if we love God, we know it doesn't matter if anyone notices us now, because God in Christ sees us as his children children with whom he wants to spend an eternity the world abideth not lo, like a flash twill vanish with all its gorgeous pop pale death it cannot banish its riches pass away and all its joys must flee but jesus doth abide what is the world to me this world with all its sinful lusts and passions is passing away. The sentence of condemnation is spoken and the final destruction is inevitable. Not only are the world and all its so-called pleasures transient and fleeting, they are also corrupt and subject to eternal damnation. By contrast, but whoever does the will of God abides forever when jesus was asked what must we do to perform the works of god he answered this is the work of god that you believe in him whom he has sent by the holy spirit working faith in our hearts through the word and baptism eternal life is ours as recipients of god's gift of eternal life we asked what is the world to me until we die we will live in this world but the night before he died jesus prayed for us that though we are in the world we may not become part of it through faith in christ we are in the world but not of the world we are strangers here heaven is our home our minds are set on things above on heaven and its riches not on earthly things this world and its desires our hearts are not filled with worldly cravings lust and boasting because they are filled to overflowing with God's love for us and our only boast in what is in what Jesus has done for us he suffered hell in our place. He washed us clean and gave us life. He fills us with hope, not just for this life, but for all eternity. What is the world to me? My Jesus is my treasure. My life, my health, my wealth, my friend, my love, my pleasure, my joy, my crown, my all, my bliss eternally. Once more than I declare, What is the world to me? Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen.